0: Grace and peace. Welcome to United We Pray, a podcast calling for prayer amid racial division in local churches and trying to encourage reliance upon God during racial strife. I'm the host, Isaac Adams. Good to have you again. And I'm here with Trillia Newbell. Trill, it's time for the awkward hello. Hello. (laughs) We've already said hi, but here we go. Another hi. Um, (laughs) And Trill, we have a guest today uh, that I'm really excited to have. Jackie Hill Perry.
1: Howdy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the highs continue to be awkward. What's up, Jackie? How are you doing, sis? I'm alright. It's good good to have you. Um, Jackie, I've been encouraged by your ministry from afar and up close. Uh, Thankful for your work, sister. Uh, Jackie is a poet. Uh, She's currently on the Poets in Autumn tour. Uh, I had the joy of sharing the stage with you once, opening uh, once for you. But, sister, your poetry has encouraged so many. Um, You're an MC for Humble Beast. Was it the Art of Joy drop a few years ago, a couple years ago? Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's right. And I saw you were in the in the studio working on another project, so we're looking forward to that. So, a poet an MC, <laughs> and then now an author. We were just talking about the the labor of love that writing a book is. And Jackie, you were saying it was really easy, and that it, books come really quickly to you, and <laughs> yeah. they they don't take any work. <laughs> so, pop quiz, Jackie is. It, which is harder, a, option A, writing a book—the labor of writing a book—or option B, the labor of birthing a child? A. I, I told my <laughs> editor, I said, uh, he said, uh, which, I
1: don't know which one is harder, giving birth or writing a book. I was like, there's no epidural for writing, so no, I think <laughs> <laughs> writing
0: is That's there's right. I That's right. There's no, there's no <laughs> epidural crazy. for no writing. Epidural Well, on that, on that note, we can at least give uh, congratulations because it's appropriate to talk about babies because Jackie is also a mother, not only of one, but of two now. Praise the Lord. Yeah. She's expecting another child. Uh, so we're thrilled for that. So we're thrilled to have you, Jackie. Thank you for joining us. And what we want to talk to you about, sis, before Trill takes over, I'll just kind of set the, set the stage here, is uh, you really using wisdom with our words, in the race unity conversation. Uh, There's so many opportunities for our words to kind of be broadcasted, whether it be social media, whether it be uh, in conversations, anyone can start a blog nowadays. Uh, So with the scriptures, I mean, Proverbs just says so much about our words. Uh, You're a wordsmith in so many ways. So we wanted to talk to you, sis, and I just enjoy your Twitter feed, frankly, I mean... I've, I've seen that Jackie wins the internet once a week. I think that's true. It's usually, it's usually a GIF or a meme, but, uh, yeah. but, but from time to time, it's an edifying nugget. No, I'm playing. It's, it's regularly an edifying nugget. Uh, so we just want to think about our tongues in this conversation uh, and see how else we might pray and think about these things, but pray about them specifically. So that's, that's all I have, Trill. You go ahead and take it from here, sis.
2: Yeah, so Jackie, I have uh, had the pleasure of getting to know you from afar and getting to know you in person more and more, which I'm so grateful for. But um, on Twitter, and as Isaac has already mentioned, one of the things I appreciate about you is that you're bold and wise. And Twitter is crazy. (laughs) Let's just go ahead and say it. Cheryl, say that again.
0: (laughs) Twitter is crazy.
2: It is. It's a crazy place and with many words what does it say transgression sin is not far and so how do we encourage people specifically in this topic on race and unity to speak with boldness but not to be foolish we want to not we don't want to be foolish with with our words and i think something that we forget is the internet, it, it's going to last. It's not something that, and our words last, and our words have meaning. So how do you encourage people to consider their words, specifically, I guess, on social media, something like a Twitter, when we're thinking about race and unity?
1: Yeah, I think I think for me, I think, um, so let me preface it this way. I, I grew up kind of being this person who just said how I felt. I'm just not a yeah. fan of freakish. And so I had to learn in, in Christ that that's not all right. Like, <laughs> just, because just because it's honest doesn't mean that it's fruitful. And so mm. I, think, um, I think one thing that I've learned is God cares about what I say. Now, mm. yeah, I, I think that has to be foundational. Do I fear God even when it comes to my language and my speech and my words? Um, and I think out of fearing God and out of having reverence for him and care for him and what I have to say, then I think that also translates into, am I loving people with my words? And that mm-hmm. may also be on an on a influential note. So I think as people with platforms and with several followers, I recognize that what I have to say really is impactful And it can be impactful in the most negative way possible. You know what I'm saying? And so I care about that. I care about how I use my influence. I care about what sentences I write because I know ultimately God cares and they change or challenge or affect people. Um, And so I think in this conversation, people, I think it's it's so easy to tweet because Mm. it's such a quick thing. But I think mm-hmm. in the grand scope of things, heaven is watching. And so it's like, man, maybe let me, let me step back for a second and think is this fruitful? Mm-hmm. And it's possible to be bold and very honest and yet at the same time be fruitful. How that looks for the, the individual, I can't really judge. But I know for me and my conscience, I know when I'm doing too much. I really do. And I, and I think that comes from also a healthy diet of God's word where your conscience. Your conscience is soft enough where you can be able to tell when you're sinning with your words or not.
0: Amen.
2: That's good. Amen. That's that's so good. Just because it's honest doesn't mean it's fruitful. I wrote that down so just for my own sake. So <laughs> I think that's wise and yeah, that's helpful. Yeah.
0: And Jackie, you're talking about. I just love how you're talking about the conscience sister and just and just having mm-hmm. that be alive and quickened by God's word. And uh, shaping yeah. that. And then uh, the other thing that we want uh, to be alive is our prayer life. So I just I went through and stalked some of your Twitter feed and I laughed halfway through. But uh, I grabbed a couple. I grabbed a couple of your tweets. Uh, I'm just being honest. OK, I'm being bold and honest here. Um, but you said that prayerlessness is a sign that I believe I only need myself to keep myself throughout the day. Yeah. Another thing you said. Uh, as you say, you said, start praying for the person you don't want to forgive. Start blessing the person that makes you bitter. And I think so often in the race conversation, there's an opportunity, especially in this conversation, for unforgiveness and for bitterness. So how does prayer guard you from unforgiveness and bitterness specifically?
1: Man. And and, and that's so real because I I, I think a lot of this stuff is very painful. It's painful Mm. when the leader of your country doesn't seem to care about you or women or children or immigrants. Like, that's hurtful. Um, I think it's hurtful when you are a black man or a black woman or a Hispanic person going throughout life constantly um, feeling as if you don't have the dignity that you were born with. Mm. And so I think. I think it's healthy to acknowledge that it's hurtful and it's painful, but I think at the same time, us being human beings, a lot of times our hurt translates into sin, and I think we're prone to that. Traumatize people, traumatize people, hurt people, hurt people. Mm -hmm. And so I think what I've learned in my own heart and my own self is that prayer is a good guard against that, because Mm -hmm. I think when you start praying for people, then you become much more merciful. And I think that's what's missing a lot of times is mercy. It's like, yeah, they are absolutely wrong. Talk about it. Yeah, justice needs to be done. Talk about it. Yet at the same time, there was mercy given to you for your own, in the, your own discretions and the own the, your own um, transgressions. I mean, and the, own, the things that you have done against God and against other people and are still doing against God and against other people. Mm-hmm. So it's not to say that we excuse the sin, but it is to say that we are still merciful and hoping the best in it. And so I think prayer is just, it just does something. It's hard to pray for somebody and still hold something against them. It's really hard.
2: I was just going to say, I've experienced that in my own life. Um, I was struggling with some unforgiveness and committed to praying for this particular person every day and the lord he he transformed my heart i realized that it was it was my struggle i needed to change and um and he gave me new eyes for the person and what i would think is are his eyes because this person's a christian so covered with christ's righteousness and i was just reading and I was thinking about Jesus's words, for they know not what they do. And how merciful that was. He was talking to enemies. He was talking to people who were putting him up on the cross and killing him and murdering him. And and I, I just it I, it broke my my own spirit just thinking about um, how how I can I can struggle with anger and bitterness, and I and yet Jesus was so merciful to enemies. And I want to. I want to have that same mercy anyways.
0: Amen. No, I just wanted to, I mean, truly, you bring that out from um, that beautiful, I mean, there's there's New Testament accounts of the crucifixion. And I was thinking the Old Testament, just the Micah 6, 8, he has shown you, oh man, oh mortal. Some Uh translation said, what is good and what does the Lord require of you? It says to act justly, so to do justice. I think a lot of, like Jackie, what you're saying, a lot of people got, got that. But then in the next phrase, he says, and to love mercy. Amen. Yeah. And to walk humbly with your God. I mean, to so, so be just, but love mercy and walk yeah. humbly with your God. And, I, and Jackie, I think you're teasing out that pairing that I think we often divorce, especially on our yeah. Twitter feeds. Lord, Lord, help us. But <laughs> so mercy, often, mercy is
1: hard. It takes
0: humility. Mercy is hard. Amen. Yeah. It really does. It, it takes a lot of
1: humility to be to be what Jesus told us that we should be, which is people that are not vengeful. We think revenge is like, oh, I have all this wrath for you. No, it's treating someone as you think they deserve.
0: Ooh, oh. And oh.
1: so I, I think God wants us to be so completely opposite of that. Is I Yeah, I will call you out on yourself, but I'm a still a brother. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and if, if you're my brother, there's a posture of heart and a way in which I approach you that's just different.
2: Absolutely. Gosh. Yeah. Amen to that. I'm going to help us switch gears a bit just to speak real specifically about the race conversation. And as you're looking at it, um, as you look at the broader conversation, what concerns do you have? Do you have concerns? And are there things that you're specifically praying about?
1: Yeah. um, How do I say this? Um,
0: (laughs) Here it comes, Trell. Here it comes. (laughs) The boldness. Will there be mercy? This
1: this is me. This is me fleshing my thoughts out before I flesh them out. No, you're Uh, fine. That's good. Proverbs Um, talks about
0: that. That's good.
1: I think what concerns me most is how how the race conversation and a lot of what has been done by white evangelicals or said from white evangelicals how those of us who are black Christians how we are, I guess, our perception of them, because it seems to be the language on social media. I I guess what I mean is it's getting weird and it's getting sticky because on one side you have white evangelicals that don't seem to be bearing fruit of the spirit, right? But then you do have some who might identify as a white evangelical and confess themselves as Christians and, you know friends of God and et cetera, et cetera, who are making mistakes, right? Sure. But it seems yeah. that all of them are being lumped into this pool where then I see black Christians not mm. being careful to to make sure that they're not talking about the bride in a way that is offensive to the, to the head of the bride. Mm. So th- I, I think that's what concerns me is, are we being very careful not to disrespect God's church? I think God cares about how we treat the church and how we see the church and how we talk about her. Um, And so I think that is something that concerns me. So I guess what I've been praying for is that people would still love her and people would still be patient with her, even if the different ways in which the church is sinning is against us. When I talk, I have a lot of friends in white evangelical culture, and a lot of this straight up is really new. They didn't even realize that they exactly <laughs> they didn't even realize about white supremacy. So a lot of this is a, a renewal of the mind and I think if any of us could recognize it takes a long time to renew your mind. Sanctification is not overnight. Amen. And so from your life, are y'all giving them the same patience that you want people to give you when it comes to your lust? Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> sure. So, Amen. That, that's kinda that's kinda what I'm at where I'm at with that.
0: Jackie, uh, on another tweet of yours, just because I pulled that many, uh, sometimes the, <laughs> you said, sometimes the miracle isn't your prayer being answered, but in your faith being grown as you wait. Because I think what you're talking I'm about no and one. saying, you say that's a good one. <laughs> like, uh, I, sound, I sounded good then. This is LA. I should retweet myself. People, you see, y'all see how people be retweeting themselves? I feel weird about I mean, that's just my conscience. I just feel weird about that. Anyway, we've had a number of episodes this season, and I think, and people feel like, I think, can feel like, and I think, I'm not just talking about the minority. I think there are white, a lot of white evangelicals who feel like I've been praying and thinking about this uh, for some time and about these issues, and they're just struggling with waiting. So what encouragements do you have for those who are waiting on any side?
1: I mean, we already know the end. Mm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm. Like, all, all of this is it's sin, and it's sin that
1: has um, influenced systems of thought and justice and politics and all of this type of stuff. But all of that will not be victorious in the end. And so I think we wait. Um, The same way we do when it comes to our bodies, knowing that, man, I won't be here forever. Mm. I won't deal with this forever. I won't. God has ensured victory. And there will be a new Jerusalem where real justice reigns, where kindness reigns, where love reigns, where you have these people speaking in different languages from different tribes and nations worshiping together. And we all look good and we all love our differences. And so I think the waiting is not um, being hopeless as if God has not already promised in his word what he's going to do, but it's really being hopeful and living and walking and abiding in that hope and loving and speaking out of that hope. Um, and so I, I think a lot of that is just refreshing ourselves on the book of revelations if we got to, you know what I'm saying? Refreshing ourselves on the consummation and knowing like, no, this is reality. This is, what we are experiencing today, it's reality, but it's not the realest reality. <laughs> it's not—it's right? it's not what we're gonna live in forever. And so that's—that's kind of how I—I I wait, whether it comes to race and justice, or whether it comes to the own little secret things that I'm struggling with in myself, and praying that God would deliver me from, and knowing, no, you'll deliver me here in portion, most likely, but you'll deliver me holistically forever and eternity. And so I have hope because of that.
0: Amen. Yeah. I, th- I think of. Uh... Psalm twenty seven fourteen it says, wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the yeah. Lord. And I think that's a good yeah. word pointing to that coming day. Uh, Paul talks about that in 2 Corinthians 5. He said, we're always of good courage because we know, I love what you said, it's real, but it's not the realest. And, and in other words, it's we, we the injustice, the hard things we see, we encounter that we even perpetuate with our own sin. Uh, it's the truth, but it's not the whole truth. Uh, And that's that's the hope we pray with. So let's do this, Trill, if you want to kick us off. And then Jackie, uh, if you pray after Trill, and then I will pray to close us. Uh, And it's a joy to pray with you, sisters. So let's go ahead and do that.
2: Well, Lord, I just thank you for today. I thank you for my brother and my sister. And I thank you that we can come before you and pray and beg for mercy and, and help and encouragement. And God, I specifically want to pray for our words. God, you are the creator and you've created us. So we submit to you. You have created our words. You created language. You created this, um, Lord. And so as our creator, would you help us to honor you with our words? Lord, can our words be edifying for the church and for anyone who sees Lord um, this social media platform thing that's going on right now in this day and age, God um, is no surprise to you, Lord. and we help us to 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 use it for good, God and for your glory. Lord. help us to um, influence people uh, for Christ, Lord. God, help us to magnify. You and point to you and be um, kind and gracious with our words, thoughtful, Lord, speaking truth in love, boldness with wisdom. God, we cannot do this apart from you. So, God, would you help us to speak in a way that um, is is glorifying. To you, God, where people will know that we are your disciples. So God, um, for, and this is specifically for those of us who are in Christ. So God, I pray that you would do that. God, and if anyone is convicted, you say, if we confess our sin, you are faithful and just to forgive us and to purify us, God. So I pray if there's anyone who's listening, who's convicted, that They would confess. Lord, we confess. We don't even know where we've sinned, and we know we have, Um, Lord. And we confess and we repent of our foolish words and um, words that were many, words that were unhelpful, God, and we, um, we receive your grace. And thank you that you have grace and mercy and help in our time of need, God. So we confess it. And pray that you would give anyone who's listening strength to confess and to repent and to turn. And Lord, I pray that, um, I do pray that we would be a people who are merciful. Lord, Jesus, thank you for your example. You are the ultimate example of mercy, dying for enemies. We weren't your friend, dying for enemies, Lord. And thank you that you would... um, would sacrifice yourself on our behalf, Lord. And Lord, I pray that we could be merciful as you have been merciful to us, that we could be a people who um, extend grace to others, Lord. Again, we need you in order to do that. So I pray you'd fill us with your Holy Spirit and give us power to obey in this area, that we would be Merciful people, and I also want to pray that we would have that view that Jackie has called us to of the church. That we would love your church, love the bride, love what you have made, God, and that we would honor her, and um, that we would be patient with the church, God. That we would be patient with people, and um, Lord, that yeah, that we would, that we would. Reflect that last day, Lord God. We need you in order to do this, God. And I keep saying that because I realize just how weak we are in this area, in this area of mercy and our words, in forgiveness. In um, love, we are weak, and we see it on display every single day when we look at our social media feeds, or um, we see it. So we need you, God, in our weakness. We need need help. So, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you would help us to be the people that you have called us to be.
1: God, um, I just want to start by thanking you for... Uh, the opportunity for sanctification that all this brings about. Um, I'm just reminded of how much, um, yeah, how much offense kind of prunes us. It kind of sets us up to learn how to love and learn how to love unconditionally. It sets us up to learn how to be merciful. It sets us up to learn how to be kind and patient um, and to hope the best and not to keep a record of wrongs. I thank you. Um, for the opportunity that you provided for us to just grow um, in this season of our lives. Um, I pray, God, that you would transform our hearts. Um, we recognize that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, and so first and foremost uh, how we speak about racial injustice or people who uh, have not loved us well or loved uh, the world well or loved minorities or oppressed people well. We recognize that how we how we handle that comes out of our heart first. And so we pray, God, that you would give us a heart first for you and for people. Um, I pray, God, that as we spend time in our words, spend time in your word, that you would transform our words, that you would transform Mm -hmm. our minds, that our minds would be renewed where we would be able to discern rightly uh, what is good and what is pleasing to you. Um, I pray, God, that we would not... Uh, neglect, um, just to love well, seeing that it matters. You are loved, and so love is really a big deal in your kingdom. Um, and so I pray that you would help us um, to honor you in that way. I pray for um, those brothers and sisters who are hurting in reality who are realistically hurting and do feel bitterness or do feel anger, God, that they would learn um, just how to how to navigate it all. You navigated it very well um, mm. between the Pharisees or the woman at the well um, or the people selling stuff um, and you flipping over tables and then the next million you healing lepers. You give a lot. And so we pray, God, that you would help us to know the balance of how to love and be bold and how to be a lion and be a lamb all at the same time because we are not perfect like you and so we need your help um to know how to be like you um we thank you for your kindness we thank you for your holy spirit that even in everything that we have prayed for that you have already equipped us uh with him you have already given us him to be able to help us to do all that we pray and ask for yes and so we thank you in jesus name amen
0: amen Father, we just give you so much praise that we can gather and pray to you. At any time of the day, we can be like those kids who come in their parents' bedroom in the middle of the night, disillusioned, don't know which way is up, and yet you are there happy to receive us. Lord, we thank you for that. Father, we're praying as those who often have done injustice, who have hated mercy, And who have not walked humbly with you, but have walked in the counsel of the wicked, as Psalm 1 talks about. Uh, Father, you know that all of us, in some senses, are walking contradictions. And yet you're patient with us, and you love us, and you're gracious to us, and we praise you for that, Lord. Lord, even in our own suffering, let that be a reminder of how patient you are with us. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we know that you use words to create the universe. That we are the one creation that images you in such a way that you, we use words, Lord, we thank you for that, that privilege we so often misuse. Well, Father, give us wisdom about our words, as our sisters have prayed. Father, we pray that you would not let us to not let us think that even racial <laughs> ignorance is an unforgivable sin. And do not treat people as if they've committed the sin that cannot be pardoned, because your Son can pardon any sin. Lord, including our own, and we praise you for that. Lord, we wonder which one of us is exempt from your call to be merciful. Which one of us is exempt from your call to be patient. Which one of us is exempt from suffering in this world, Lord? Lord, we know that Jesus suffered, and if we're following him, he told us we would suffer too. We're, the servants are greater than the master. Why, or why, Lord, forgive me for acting as if it's surprising that suffering has come. Forgive me for that, Lord. So easy to act as if I don't believe the prosperity gospel, Lord, and yet I think I believe it a lot more than I care to admit at times. So, Lord, we pray that you would give us wisdom. Lord, we, we pray and recognize, Lord, that it's just hard to know the real trade-offs that people have to, to make when they're, when they're talking about issues of justice, when they're talking about issues of voting. Lord, let us not think simple-minded about things, Lord, as our sister was calling us to. Let us not lump people together as we don't want to be lumped together. Lord, help us to be careful and nuanced. Lord, this is so difficult. Lord, we struggle with that. Help us to remember that even if people aren't Christians, Lord, they still bear your image. We're still talking about people who you made to reflect your glory in some sense, whether or not how clearly they do that. So, Lord, help us to remember that. Father, uh, I pray for anyone who's listening here who, who knows they need to have a conversation with someone. Who, who, who is bringing a gift to the altar, and yet they are still unreconciled with their, with their brother. Oh, God, would you convict that person and help them to have that conversation. Give them the boldness to enter into that conversation. Lord, to extend forgiveness. To not hold on to hatred, Lord. Lord, we pray for that. And Father, we pray that we would be that first thing you described love to be. We pray that we would be patient, that we would wait upon you, Lord. We know that these years, the years of our life are 70 or even by reason of strength, 80. And yet, Lord, they feel long to us. And we don't even know how many days we have. And yet we know, Lord, when we look from eternity, they will be short compared to that weight of glory that is waiting for us. So, Lord, I pray and ask that you would give people that hope and weight of glory. Father, we pray that you would give us that, especially in this divided time across racial lines. Lord, unite us. You can You can do this. Lord, you already have done it in Christ. Lord, help us to live out what we are in Christ, we pray. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sisters, thank you for the joy of praying and Laughing, lamenting uh, with you all, uh, just a couple of quick notes. You can follow Jackie Hill on Twitter and Instagram and all sorts of other grams I'm sure
2: all <laughs> sorts of other grams
0: i don't know I'm like like I just became a dad, and I felt like that sounded real dad like like all sorts of other grams, <laughs> but there it is. You can follow us on Twitter at praypod at gmail dot com or that's our email praypod at gmail dot com you can <laughs> You can email us there. I'm going to get through this. You can follow us on Twitter at PrayPod. I'm the host, Isaac Adams. Jackie Hill joined us today. Co-host Trillian Newbell. Grace and peace.